Welcome to More to Come, PW Comic World's weekly podcast on graphic novel and comics publishing. I'm Calvin Reed, Senior News Editor at Publishers Weekly and Co-Editor of PW Comics World. Check us out at publishersweekly.com slash comics. Um, Once again, we're back on the floor of uh, the San Diego Comic-Con International, and uh, I have the great pleasure, actually, today of uh, getting a chance to talk with Chuck Paul and Nick uh, about the uh, the recent announcement of a sequel, obviously to his to his novel Fight Club, um, uh, in the form of a graphic novel. So, um, uh, Chuck, uh, welcome to More to Come, and thank you for giving us some time. Thank you, Calvin. This is uh, this is Comic Con. Listen to it. Listen it's, to it all. Yeah, yeah, we're we're right here in the in the belly of the beast, you could say. Yeah, right in the middle of the floor. Um, uh, well, as a comics media guy, I'm. Uh, it's really exciting to see that you, would, uh, a, a novelist, a major American novelist, uh, would decide to do a sequel. Um, you know, as a comic, and I'd love to know more about exactly what it's going to be and why you chose to, to do it in this particular medium. I, I don't know why it's such a surprise because. I'm always accused of writing characters that are a little two-dimensional or a little cartoonish. (laughs) And so I think that working with Cameron Stewart, who's also accused of writing, drawing cartoonish figures, I think that we were a perfect match. That my stories are about a larger message and that I don't make hyper-realistic characters because I want the message to shine through instead of the characters themselves. Mm -hmm. And so comics seem perfect. I mean, the book Fight Club. I mean, it's 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 uh, you know, if I may characterize it, I mean, it's a, kind of a hallucinatory experience, violence, extreme states of mind, um, social chaos. Uh, I, I I I think I read online at one point uh, you were you were talking about writing, uh, and it was about you know unpacking some of the language that writers use uh, that are sort of ephemeral instead of of actually depicting. I mean, does that in some ways make comics uh, maybe uh, really a medium where you've got to show what's happening? Um, and is that an overbroad uh, description? You know, what I loved about comics is that movies have to make everything so literal. And if you make the very dark things that I depict literal, they're suddenly heartbreaking. But if you have that kind of wiggle room that you have in comics where it's not quite exactly the tragic thing that it would be in a movie, Comics give you that freedom to depict dark things and still have them be comic. Uh, still have them be, you know, taken, not completely shut the story down with their sadness. So that it was another reason to like comics. Even David Fincher's movie Fight Club had a kind of comic over-the-top quality to it because that was the only way that he could depict people dying in those support groups without shutting down the entire movie. Um, I'm curious now, do you read a lot of comics? I mean, are you, are you a comics fan? Um, I grew up reading horror comics. Ah. I adored those old, was it EC horror sure, comics? Oh, sure. yeah, yeah. That disappeared. And once those disappeared, I kind of, you know, I lost yeah. my mm-hmm. passion for comics. Mm-hmm. So part of the reason of going back is the, the dream that I can somehow resurrect some quality of those old EC horror comics. So how, how did this project come together? Did you did you know uh, of uh, of Cameron Studio? Did you did you work with someone to to pull this together? A writer friend named Chelsea Kane, who writes a, a best-selling uh, thriller series, mm-hmm. the Heartsick series, 
she kind of threw me together on a blind date, a dinner party where she invited Matt Fraction oh, sure, and yeah. his wife Kelly Sue and Brian Bendis and his wife. Oh, there you go. And That's then all of them ganged up a bad on support me. Group. <laughs> I mean, they really, really uh, became the, kind of the nursemaids, uh-huh. the midwives, to coach me through this process. And the irony is that I, I went with Dark Horse instead of going with one of their companies, but they were still very gracious and generous in in teaching me how the whole process works. Now, you're writing it yourself, as I understand it. Uh, um, uh, do, does it require, I mean, how, how did you come to being, to, do, to doing the writing and the adapting? Obviously, I mean, many writers don't do that in comics. They usually bring someone else in. So, But you just had a, uh, and I know you have, your, your work has been adapted in other areas that I think you've been the adapter as well. So, just curious about how you came to decide that you wanted to do it yourself. Now, it's, it's not actually a, a comic adaptation of Fight Club. It's a sequel. That's, excuse me. Yeah, yeah excuse Fight me. Club. It is a sequel, yes. So, you know, of course I would want to write it because, yeah. you know, I want to see the characters 10 years mm-hmm. down the road and I want to make all of their issues about their parents suddenly now their issues because mm-hmm. these characters are parents. And... Uh, I wanted to, to tell the truth, revisit mm-hmm. that Tyler Durden mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it was such a joy to write that character mm-hmm. that everyone loves so much. And I wanted to be Tyler Durden, Tyler Durden for six mm-hmm. months while I wrote the 10-issue <laughs> the series. So, yeah, can you outline actually what the sequel will, how it will be different from the, you know, the original book? Uh, the sequel, which launches next May mm-hmm. uh, with 10 monthly issues, mm-hmm. Uh, we'll revisit the characters, all the characters, ten years down the road. And uh, the narrator and Marla are married and they have a child, but they haven't had great sex in about ten years. And a lot of that is because Tyler is suppressed by all the medications the narrator has to take. So right from the beginning, Marla is already kind of tinkering, uh, titrating uh, her husband's medications hoping to bring Tyler out at night so at least she can get laid. <laughs> and behind the scenes, Tyler has been coming out anyway for the past 10 years, kind of running a, a huge conspiracy in the background. And so between Marla's diluting his medications and Tyler's current work, the world is already kind of going to hell by the time the story starts. So that, that violent group, the uh, mayhem continues... Right. To, to operate in the background. Yeah. And at this point, it's been institutionalized. It's a, a large international corporation kind of based on Blackwater. Uh-huh. Ah, yeah. Interesting model. Um, well, uh, you seem pretty much at home at Comic-Con. I mean, wasn't there, uh, didn't you sort of, uh, was there a slip of the tongue at a, a previous Comic-Con about uh, announcing this? So, um, any observations about being at Comic-Con? You know, I don't think I have ever been in this density of people <laughs> where people did not hate each other. If you put this many yeah. people in this smallest space anywhere else in the world, any other subgroup of people, and they would be all hating and... I, I think you're right. I mean, I don't know if you were on the floor yesterday, Saturday. It was incredible. Every square footage of this place was just, as you say, the density was... And people seem mostly in a pretty good mood. <laughs> Uh, it's the power of popular culture, I guess. 
and, and the power of kind of being in the midst of fantasy in kind of this fuller self-expression than people get in everyday life. You know, they're allowed to kind of be for a few days this ongoing Halloween idea. And it's just wonderful. I think that's what kind of keeps them mellow. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned... You mentioned Cameron Stewart, but David Mack is also going to be working on the project? David is doing the covers of the books. Yeah. Well, a, a really hallucinatory artist, too. I mean, he's, the, from, from what I know of his work in Kabuki, so um, this really looks like uh, a project that's going to have a lot of visual, obviously a lot of visual impact as well. And a lot of collaboration, that's another aspect of doing comics that was really appealing, was that as a novel writer, your creative process is so isolated working by yourself all the time but in comics you're you're constantly having these creative team meetings where people are throwing ideas out and developing them it's much more the way I imagine a movie or a play would be put together um well, look, this is really exciting. Um, uh, like I, I think I was chatting, I mean, the, the, to see uh, the comics as the, as the medium of choice, uh, really, for a major American novel, it's really exciting. So thanks so much for uh, talking to us and the uh, More to Come audience. Thank you, Calvin.